Welcome to the long-awaited return of the world's number one podcast, No Judgments Here. I'm your host, I'm Mike. That's the straw that stirs the drink. The guy with the nice scruff going on. No Shave November, Mr. William Hendricks. How you doing, buddy? I am happy. I'm elated to be back. It's been so long. I've been trying to get this going for like three weeks now. We're finally back on the same schedule. You go to bed like at eight o'clock. It makes things really difficult with my kids' <laughs> schedule, uh, but I'm, I'm happy to be here. How are you? Yes, yes. Um, I do go to bed early. I, I am an early riser, so um, yeah, it, it, it just, this is how it goes. Yeah. So I mean, we're, we're also in the thick of fantasy football season, and obviously yep. I, I do two different fantasy football pods, which takes up another two nights, so it's just a little bit more hectic and tough to schedule around as well, so. Most yeah. definitely doing guest spots on other people's pods. Yeah. Um, I, I, I didn't listen to the whole thing, but what I did here, you know, uh, was pretty good. Um, I know nothing about sports betting. So um, I know, talk I, like I knew a lot. Uh, I lose constantly when it comes to gambling. But if you want to hear it, it's nine to five sportscast. We, we talk a lot of gambling at work. So I don't have to talk about exactly how awful I am at it. It just I just make it sound like I know what the hell I'm doing. I talk with confidence, Mike. That's that's really the right. secret ingredient. Well, you know, sometimes you got to fake it till you make it, right? That's right. That's my entire life. Adult life. A lot. Of, we looked and just before we got started here, and our last pod was October 16th. Um, since then, I think you've come to the end of your concert season. It is. Um, I think I might be at the end of mine. I'm, I'm not really not quite sure. There might be a small show here or there to go to. Hmm. Um, I imagine but, you have like... 50 options on your end. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll take a look here and see what's coming up or whatever yeah. be the case, but I suppose we better hit off or start off with the last two concerts that you attended. Let's, let's talk about those. Man, let's talk about them. First was, so we did October 16th. So I was just about 10 days away from my trip to Vegas. Yep. See you two at the sphere. Uh, the wife and I went, it was, glorious uh, it was amazing the venue is everything you see on twitter and social media and the reviews it's an um it's it's one of one man there's nothing else in the world like it and i don't know if there's going to be anything like it for years to come yeah um, it, it's i mean everything about it is just amazing i mean so we we stayed at the link hotel which was about a mile away from the sphere but you can see the sphere for the entire duration we walked to it uh, you can see the sphere for the entire duration of the walk. Uh, the particular night we were walking, has, it's, it's doing all the U2 stuff on the outside. Um, and I will say, man, you know, for for being basically, I, I don't know exactly what number of show we went to. I think it was like 13. They are, it's smooth sailing, man. Uh, to get in, uh, was no issues whatsoever. Um, very quick, very easy. No pain whatsoever. Uh, we immediately got on the elevator to get to our section, which is in the 300 sections. Sixth floor, I should note. Uh, we bought the alcohol. No issues. It was expensive, but uh, it was fine. Um, and then we walked down to our seats. Now, I will say the, the where we came in, we had to go. We were in row 10 of uh, the 300 sections. So we actually had to walk down uh, 15 rows, and it was like, eh. it was steep. Yeah, it was steep, and the, and the wife was a little. She was a little apprehensive about that walk. She did not enjoy that. She was. It was a very slow walk to row ten. She held on tightly, 
uh, to the rails. But yeah, I and I kind of knew that going into the concert, it wasn't as extreme as the internet made it out to be, which is pretty normal, obviously. But it was it was steep. Um, and then once we got to our seats, man, we chilled. The opening act was the DJ. He played a whole bunch of music. I uh, drove a car around the floor. It was fine. Um, it was nothing special, but it was fine. And then you two came on, man. It was just, it was just beautiful. It was amazing. They played the entire Octung, uh baby album. Obviously, that's the whole point of this particular show. Um, and then we got the surprise that nobody else still even since then has got we got a surprise special guest lady gaga showed up in the middle of the set um i'm trying i want to get to the set list because i don't want to say anything up mike i, I want to be there and i should i should probably be prepared for this but i'm so i don't want to mess it up so um the visuals while i'm looking this up the visuals were just outstanding and it's not for every single song there's multiple songs where the the background is simply just the band playing uh, yeah. which is fine. So I mean, you get, you do get some breaks from just looking all around, uh, around you for t- two hours. Um, good, good for us. Uh, Eric and I, I've, I've complained many times about having to go to see a concert in the West coast. It's very difficult with the time change. They came on at eight 30 Vegas time, which is 10 30 our time. They were done by 12 30. Um, that's pretty good for Eric and I, we we can handle that. We can right. handle that. And, uh, trying to get to i went october 25th um so uh gaga came on to sing all i want is you um first time performed live as a duet uh, bono's intro to that song is that he was trying to write this song through the viewpoint vantage of a woman um and this is the first time he's ever had the opportunity to, to let a woman sing it um which is awesome and then they went right into at the end of all i want is you i thought they were just going to do a snippet of it uh, but they ended up doing the entire song shallow and the crowd just went crazy. Oh, watch that. went nuts. And obviously it sounded a little different because, you know, the, the original is just a stripped down version of yeah. the, with the voices being the main thing. This was a full band, uh, but it was Bono and Gaga and they crushed it, man. It was great. It was amazing. It was beautiful. Um, and then from that they did, uh, they talked a little bit, they riffed off each other. Um, it was somebody's birthday who I, uh, Arthur Vogel, I, th- I think he actually just uh, died. I'm trying to, it was somebody else's birthday. I think Arthur Vogel may have died and they dedicated it to him, but it could be his birthday. I can't remember now. And they went into, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Again, crushed it, loved it. Um, and then she left the stage after that. It was a really awesome three song performance. After that, they played Desire and Love Rescue Me. Then they went back to the rest of Octoon Baby. And then the encore was just freaking unreal dude they played elevation atomic city the new song vertigo where the streets have no name with or without you and ended it with beautiful day it was 10 out of 10 man uh everything about it loved it the the band was in great shape bono sounded great um and then i just can't get over how amazing the venue was um and then we walked out of there again logistics i'm very very high on uh, it was very easy to get out of there we walked to the hotel um we actually stopped at in and out burger and then did a little bit of gambling. So we got back to the hotel probably uh, a little bit after 1230 Vegas time. And we had to wake up at 330. So that part was right. rough, but it was great. Man, it was awesome experience. If you have the opportunity and you go to Vegas, you got to go to see the Spear. It's well worth any money you have to pay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, obviously, uh, me not being a huge fan of you two, 
Um, I don't know if I could justify spending that type of money, but hey, I'm glad you got the experience. I'll have to live vicariously through you until something does show up that I want to see. But um, I just don't know, you know, who, what bands out there could pull off a residency there. Yeah, and the only rumors I've heard, because you two have, and I don't know if we talked about this a month ago, but you two have added January and February dates on there. Uh, uh-huh. So they are consistently continuing the uh, the residency, and who knows how long it's actually going to be. Uh, the only other rumors I've heard is Fish, Dead and Company, and freaking Harry Styles. So yeah, you know that's none of that is real exciting for us. Uh-uh. Um, you know, and it seems like at some point, perhaps Taylor Swift. I mean, Taylor Swift could sell out five years at this place. Oh so, yeah, I mean, yeah, it just seems easily. like she'd be kind of a shoe in at some point to to be at that venue. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I hope, you know, I hope in a couple of years there's someone we love, uh, that would be able to see, I mean, to me, the, the main thing would be Metallica. I think they have the music, uh, that would make for amazing, um, sphere type of visuals. And I, I mean, the technology should only get bigger and better as time goes on. Uh, so I expect it just to be, I mean, two years, three years from now. I would think they've even added more to it at that point. So can't 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 rave enough about it, man. It was all that and, and a bag of chips. There you go. Thank you. Well, right on. Cool. Yeah. Didn't you go to another show? I did. Uh, we got back uh, on Wednesday and on that Saturday. Woo ting, man. Oh, that's right. <laughs> the woo was in uh, Bentonville, man, and we got hosed. It was. It was Fucking unfortunate, man. It was it was forty five degrees in pouring down rain, and I kind of I debated all day as to whether I, I could possibly do this. I was like, oh my god! Like, I mean, we we had been in the eighties, you know, basically since March at this point, and yeah. now all of a sudden it's, we got this, you know, like it's four day dip in weather um, that coincided with the Wu Tang Clan at the momentary um, and been you know, it's just really unfortunate. Uh, but I ended. I did end up going. The wife uh, declined. She, she couldn't. She couldn't do it. It wasn't for her. Um, I got there as late as I possibly could. The, they were supposed to be on stage at nine. I actually showed up at nine fifteen. Um, and as soon as I walked in the doors, basically they came on stage. Um, and it was a sparse crowd. It felt like a sparse crowd. I, I you know, it's, I've, I'm always bummed when you know we don't get reports of how many tickets were sold versus how many showed up. I have to think this sold very well. And yeah. people just opted the weather. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the crowd that was, that was, there was having a great time, man. Wu-Tang, um, Method Man, like in probably like around four, song four, song five. I was like, ah, oh, man, I can't remember the quote now. It's been so long, but he's like, man, I was not prepared for this shit. This fucking cold as shit. I don't even have a coat. Um, and then, uh, one of the other Wu-Tang members was like, I like this. I, I, I this is good. This is culture. I like this. I'm enjoying it. Um, and man, they, they played a full set. I mean, in my opinion, they did. Again, yeah. they started around, right around 9.15. Um, I walked out approximately 10.35, somewhere around there. Um, and the, the set list did come up uh, finally after a few days. I, I left uh, right when Cream ended. Uh, they went into gra- Gravel Pit uh, as I was walking out. And then the, the last song they played with was Fourth Chamber. Uh, with the Smells Like Teen Spirit cover, uh, which is interesting. And that was the end of the set. So, they, I mean, they played 23 songs. 
Bang Bang, Killer Bees, Bring the Ruckus, The Mystery of uh, Cheese Box, Chess Boxing, One Blood, Wu Tang Ain, Ain't Nothing to Fuck With, Shame on a Protect Your Neck, Wu Tang Chamber, Method Man Run, Can It Be Severe Punishment for Heaven's Sake, No Said Date, Ice Cream, Tears, All I Need, Shimmy Shimmy Ya, Got Your Money, Cream, Gravel Pit, and Fourth Chamber. Obviously, it was very much uh, 36 Chambers heavy. Yeah, um, nine of the songs from Thirty Six Chambers, um, but the, they were really good. Um, I appreciated them showing up because I feel like they probably could have just been like, "eh, no, yeah, we're not doing this." Yeah, yeah outside maybe forty five degrees. Yeah, yeah, we're not doing this, and uh, and I'm I'm happy I went because we've talked about it multiple times. I had a chance to see them in nineteen ninety seven. They didn't show up, and I never saw them after that. And so, yeah, uh, it was at this point they were a bucket list item. So I was happy to see. Right, them. right. Well, hopefully, you know, I'm sure the energy and everything like that was good. Um, but, you know, hopefully you get to see him in an indoor venue um, with a, I think it's, I think, because I've seen both. I saw him at Council Bluffs at Sturcove, and then I saw him there at uh, Target Center. The whole vibe was completely different between indoor and outdoor. I think there was more energy at the yeah. Target Center. Um, I think it's probably just because it's an enclosed room, you know, you get that vibe and that emotion building off so um definitely worth it i think i think everybody should be able to go see wu-tang at least once yeah I was, even I, even with them being older sure real old they just got the keys to the new york city like two days ago uh the empire state uh building uh, uh lit up black and yellow for wu-tang oh really yeah yeah. Oh, I did not see that. It was, it was Wu-Tang Day, I think, in, in celebration of 50 years of hip-hop. Gotcha. Okay. Well, while you went and saw that on Halloween, uh, Kane and myself went down to... <laughs> um, went down to uh, Excel Center in St. Paul to see uh, Steel Beans and Tool. Will, have you ever seen or heard of Steel Beans? No. Like usual, I know nothing about these tool openers. The only tool band or the only tool opener I've ever known anything about is uh, Primus. Uh, other than yeah. that, every band I've ever seen open for tool has been crap. Hold on. I got to ch- change well, these notification settings here. Yeah, I know. That's why I turned mine down, too. Yeah, um, this one on this year. Give me. Silent, mute it. Uh, so right, the same thing we've always talked about tool usually brings out uh unknowns for their openers um definitely never heard of steel beans didn't know what to expect i kind of played a snippet of the song while i was sitting there waiting for them to come on to see what i was kind of going to be uh in store for and you know i liked what i heard um what i was not ready for was what came out on stage it was one guy, one guy who plays the guitar and the drums at the same time. And we're not talking just, you know, a kick drum and a snare drum. This was a full on drum kit and an electric guitar. I couldn't for the life of me figure out how he was doing it, but sure. He was playing with one hand and then was just playing on the fretboard. It was pretty good. It wasn't bad. I mean, it wasn't terrible. I was engaged. Um, can't say that I've checked out anything of his since then. But, I mean, it was one of the better openers of a tool show that I have seen. Yeah. So, if you ever get a chance, check out Steel Beans. 
Um, I saw a a guy like that. I mean, we're talking like 25 years ago. uh, Bill Street, there was a guy doing that exact same thing. And I was just like mesmerized. (laughs) Yeah, because you're you're trying to figure out, you know, we talk about, you know, how Royal Blood get that sound with just two two guys. Um, But this guy, I mean, one guy. And I mean, it was, it wasn't bad, you know. And when he wasn't playing guitar, he was playing keyboards, you know. So, I mean, it was, it was, it was pretty... It was interesting. It's something I would like to see in a smaller venue and be up close and see actually how it was because we were we were up in the rafters. But the Excel Center at a tool show, I mean, you're in the building. That's all that really matters. Yeah. So um, tool comes on um, just what you would expect. He uh, talks at the first part. He's like Minnesota, a eh? <laughs> you know, and then he said something else, and it was followed by a. Eh? A. So, and then it was quiet for the rest of the time. We had a really good vantage point from where we were sitting that we could see him, you know, because usually, you know, if you're sitting towards the back, you really can't see him because he's back by the drums, but we were on the side so we could see him. Um, and he would jump back and forth from each side, but just a typical tool set. I mean, started out with Fear Inoculum, Jam, Jambi, The Pot, Rosetta Stone, um, Numa, Descending the Grudge. Winded Intermission, Chocolate Chip Trip, Calling Voices, Invincible, Swamp Song. That was it. So (laughs) they've been changing up the last song and playing, you know, Stink Fist or Swamp Song or this or that. But, I mean, that's been pretty much the same set this whole tour. And I think it was pretty much the same thing we saw at Louder Than Life. Yeah. So they they took an intermission they come back to Chocolate Chip Trip? Yeah, because I think, you know, that's what his drum solo. Yeah. I mean, but the in, you get intermission first, mm-hmm. and then after the intermission, you get the real long drum solo. Yeah, it's hmm. tough. Yeah, and and you know, to be quite honest, we pretty much, you know, started ghosting right at the intermission just to beat the traffic. You know, because it is a, a little <laughs> bit of a like jog. Forty minutes. Right. Well, Kane's got to go to school the next day. Goodness. I had to work. It was already late, way past my bedtime. That's that's an early exit. I don't mind early exits, but that's an early exit. You know, but again, it was the same set list from what we saw at, at Louder Than Life. But you knew that was going to happen. You didn't, well, that's not yeah, surprising. Well, maybe we might get something a little different. <laughs> but we were there. You know, yeah, we, we went. Yeah. You know, we, on we Halloween, was sh- there a lot of uh, costumes, tool wearing costumes? I didn't see a lot of costumes. I mean, we did see them. I mean, we saw a few. Um, Quite a few people dressed up as a Joker. I don't know why, but they were all dressed up. They had on the glasses with the noses. They were all wearing that. So that that was pretty outlandish for them. Yeah, pretty elaborate for them. But, you know, I mean, uh, it was packed. Um, Probably dang near a sold out show. Um, I mean, that seems like everything that I've been to up here, you know, which obviously has been much. Everything has been pretty much close to fallouts. It's your second show. Oh, my third. I went to Rival Sons. I went to Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's four. There you go. Four. Moving on up. So four four shows in eight months. Okay. Good job. Yeah. 20, 20, I, I went. I went somewhere on a work night 
and stayed up late. Can you that's, yeah, that's give me some fucking kudos here? Yeah, I mean, I text you a lot during the work week. Um, after uh, I wouldn't say I, a I lot. Don't get responses until five thirty the next day. I don't. I wouldn't say a lot. Don't say you text me a lot. You probably have me on ignore. What's that? You probably have me on ignore. Uh, Maybe no. you got snooze on your phone, perhaps. Well, I don't have my phone turned on when I'm sleeping. I have it turned down. Smart. And I wouldn't hear it anyways because I sleep through pretty much anything mm-hmm. when I am sleeping. Yeah. Eh, whatever. Let's let's just. Well, I'm on. glad you move went. On. That's good. Yeah. I'm happy that you went. You should. Me too. It. Me too. Um. Let's see. So you have no shows coming up now for the rest of the year. That is correct. Unless we want to count comedy, I am going to see with the wife Pete Davidson on oh, really? second in Tulsa. The choice was Pete Davidson in Tulsa or Adam Sandler in Oklahoma City, and I chose the closer venue, which is Tulsa. I don't feel like booking a seven-hour round-trip drive in December. So Pete Davidson right. is. And Pete Davidson was like $60 cheaper a ticket as well. Gotcha. Uh, Trey and I did go see. Um, give me a second. Shoot. Nikki Glaser. Nikki Glaser was in town this past week. Oh, really? Yeah, she's playing at the Comedy Club, the Royal Groves. For, or not the Royal Groves, that's Lincoln. Uh, the Grove Comedy Club in, in Arkansas had three, three shows and two nights with her, which was really strange because she's doing a really big tour. This place holds about 250. It would be my guesstimate, and I think they they may have said that as well during the show. My first visit there, I hope to go there again. It's a nice little comedy club. Uh, I really like the setup. They, it's really smooth sailing as well. Uh, it was the first time I ever had to put my phone in one of those yonder bags that we all hear about. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, that was interesting. And, uh, yeah, she was great. Uh, she's obviously, uh, if you've ever seen her on Comedy Central, she does a lot of those roasts. She's very good looking. Um, yeah. She was, uh, you know, she was filthy. Uh, she, the first 15, 20 minutes was all about watching porn and getting gang banged, which I laughed throughout. Really good stuff. And then she went into some other stuff. She said it was all, uh, she, she said she's filming a HBO special in 2024, and she was using us kind of as a test audience. To okay. See what hits and what misses. So it was, it was gotcha. cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw that. I got an email when I was in the Las Vegas airport at... 4.30 a.m., right around there. Um, I, I got an email regarding it and scooped up ten, two tickets. And then Erica's like, I don't like Nikki Glaser. And I was like, what? She's hot and she talks about porn. What is there not to like? <laughs> but apparently that means nothing to Erica. So yeah. Trey, Trey got to go with me, which was good. It was a good time. Well, good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm just sitting here looking at the uh, game time app and seeing what concerts are coming up. Um, we got Baroness on the 14th, which... That's what app? Game time. What the heck is that? You ever use game time app? No. It's kind of it's kind of like SeatGeek, you know, no. where they have tickets, secondary market, you know, that type of thing. Um, and it lists. It, I like it. I like it a lot better than SeatGeek because it lists pretty much everything that's out there. Um, so it, it's pretty cool. You might check that out. Yeah, I just use I've I've been using Polestar since like 1998. That's that's my concert source. Uh, they also do the same thing. I, I'll I'll check out yours. It looks like Adam Sandler's in your neck of the woods tonight. 
Yeah, yeah. He is at the uh, Target Center tonight. Um, I'm not, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, a comedy was, show. I, I'm not a big comedy go sit and watch comedy show. I've only be been to one to comedy show, two comedy shows in my life. It'd be tough because uh, people like to talk and uh, I get annoyed very easily yeah. because it's it's not it's not like in music where the music can kind of drown out the talk. Like comedians are not going to be able to drown out somebody who's drunkenly talking, right. uh, which was is always a concern of mine. It's kind of a concern of mine with the Pete Davidson crowd, who I think is probably going to be younger, so therefore drunker and more talkative. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Right. What else are you so- missing? You miss Queen. I wish you would have gotten to Queen. I'd love yeah, to you know, I, I too, I too wish I would have went to see that as well. I mean, it would have been, uh, that would have been something. You, you got Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks as well. Ticks for that were expensive. Oh, I'm sure they were. I mean, the cheapest I found was like 120 bucks. Hmm. So, yeah. Let's see bands that I've heard of. Baroness, they're playing. Um, got the Eagles coming up. Eagles are coming up. Let's see here. Jonas Brothers on uh, Friday. Um, so same night as the visit there in like in four months. Yep. Yeah, same night as the Eagles. Hmm. Um, let's see here. AJ Croce. What? He's old, right? Yeah. That That's Jim Croce's son, I believe. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. Liz Fair on Friday nice. night. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Um, Dirks Bentley on Saturday night at the Armory. Right. Akon Ooh, at the Fillmore on Sunday night. Atmosphere. Ooh, I like that. Atmosphere's from Minneapolis. I bet. I bet that'd be an awesome. Yeah, show. it'd be like seeing Tech Nine in Kansas City. Right. Um, but I will be in Lincoln that weekend. Um, let's oh, see man. here. Got Pentatonics. Mm, don't like them. For a King and Country. They're now a Christian band. Yeah, now we're into it. Um, Luke Grimes. Nope. Yeah, man, some Luke Grimes. K- little, little Casey Dutton. Mashuga. Ooh, I like that one. At the Fillmore on uh, December 1st. Who's he, who are they playing Dirt, with? Got Dirty Honey at the Uptown Theater. Oh, there you go. Mashuga, um, Whitechapel, an... and In Flames. Man, that would be metal. That would be metal. Go to that? Your Sunday, want to go to pit that up? Yeah, I don't Ooh. think so. Boy, uh, Pierce, Pierce the Veil. All right. August talking. Burns Red. Ooh. Doja Cat. Mm-hmm. Um, Falling I mean, in Reverse. She's crazy. All these bands are touring through Minnesota in the month of December. What are you thinking? Yeah, we got Los's, Los Lobos. Ooh, Bare Naked Ladies, December 7th. There you go. I like that. Oh, I missed that one. From Ashes to New. Aqua. You know who Aqua is? They sing that blue song? Nope. I'm, I'm a blue. Barbie girl in a okay. Barbie world. That's close, yeah. Yep. Nelly, December 14th. Ooh, there's some Daughtry on December 8th. You missed that one. That one has, they must be going through a different. Uh, yeah. Something well, this one game. says he's playing at the Armory, but he's doing that. Christmas show with uh, Falling in Reverse. So yeah, that they must have just listed Falling in Reverse then. Hmm. Zach Sabbath, December twenty eighth. I like that. Uh, what's your Asylum. December 31st options? Um, I don't know yet, but Soul Asylum on the 29th. Ooh, I like that. Are you going to go to that? 
Um, I wouldn't mind it. I mean, that's not bad. They're playing First Avenue, though, which... Let's see here. The cheapest seat, 46 bucks. It's not bad. But that's, that's weird, right. though. Total price, 158 bucks for two tickets. Dude, that Nelly show is Nelly, Ja Rule, Ashante, and T.I. Nothing. No. No. Motion City soundtrack is on December 31st. And that's really about it. Well, at least you have an option for December 31st, but I don't know about Motion City soundtrack. Probably, no. I don't think so. I mean, you went much quicker than what I did. So you're not going to any of those, right? Is that what I'm getting from that? Um, I, you know, I might uh, go see Dirty Honey. Okay. Um, let's see. What about Zach Sabbath? Zach Sabbath is a definite possibility. I'm not quite sure on my Christmas plans yet. So, okay. um, I think I've, yeah, you know, obviously Kathy's working down in Nebraska, so I'm not sure if uh. Me and Kane are going to go down there for Christmas because obviously that's where my girls are at too, um, and just do Christmas down there. So I don't know yet. We, we're trying to figure this out. We're in discussions. We're in negotiations. I see. Hey, that solo asylum show. Tommy Stinson's the opening act. He was yeah. in Guns and Roses, but he's also in the Replacements. Yeah, he's on the Replacements, uh, which is a Minneapolis band as well. Yep. That's, yep. It's pretty cool. So there are there are some options out there for shows. So. Um, Hopefully you go to something. Yes. I mean, my whole entire thing as well, as discussed, um, my days of going to shows during the week without taking a half day off hmm. could be over. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. you just got to get through the like the first three hours of the morning and then you're golden. <sighs> Am I wrong about that? I mean... Yeah, it's tough to wake up, and it's those first couple hours until I mean, you don't drink coffee, right? No. Whatever nope. you have, caffeine wise, in the morning. Once that caffeine kicks in, you're good to go, man. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it did it did pick up for me later in the day. So, I mean, I, I guess I shouldn't say it's over because something's gonna come along, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna want to go to it. So I'm gonna do it. I hope that's correct. You're you have lots of options in 2024. I know that. For oh sure. yeah. Oh yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, especially, you know, um, we might as well just jump into it. Shows that have been announced. Yeah, um, Green Day. Green Day. Smashing going out on a huge Rancid. tour. Yeah. What's that? I, I included Smashing Pumpkins and Rancid as well. Yeah. Smack dab in the middle of the Metallica shows. That's amazing. I mean, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be a hell of a weekend. I mean, it's festival light is what yeah. it is, you know. Plus, those guys are good buddies. You know, they're all from San Francisco area. Yep. You may see some intertwining there potentially. I don't know for sure, but potentially. Yeah, I mean I that would be that would be super super cool. So, um, you know, we've already got uh, the Zach Bryan show on tap for that. Chris Stapleton announced a show in August as well. Yeah. So August is panning out to be a pretty damn good month. Wild. Plus, the Zach Brown band announced. Um, <coughs> yeah, with That's Kenny like Chesney or something like that. Kenny Chesney, yeah. So what is the rundown of shows? There's too many, man. There's too many to talk about. Well, I think uh, we need to talk about the big thing that was announced. Let's let's talk about the big thing that was announced, man. Uh, Danny Wimmer presents our DWP dudes, who also do a lot in life and other festivals. Uh, they came out 
and about a month early, went ahead and announced the Welcome to Rockville uh, lineup, which is happening in uh, Daytona Beach. Uh, what weekend is that? May 9th through the 12th. And, Mike, it is a ridiculous lineup. Um, they added yeah. a stage. They added about 50 bands. It's basically 150 bands over four days. And they still have a pre-party on Wednesday night to announce. I just don't know how anybody can possibly have the stamina to go through this. It's fucking, it's exhausting to even look at and think about. Uh, that's yeah. How, that's how crazy it is. But we'll try. I don't even know how to do a rundown with 150 bands. We'll I'm basically, I'll just, I'll do Thursday. You do Friday. I'll do Saturday. You do Sunday. Go ahead. We'll just run through it. I mean, All we right. won't, we won't stop after each band, but just hang on to your hats, folks. Cause here it mm-hmm. goes. Thursday night, we're going to start at the bottom. We're going to go TX2, Moon Fever, Fleshwater, Eminence, The World Alive, Miss May I, Apocalyptica, uh, Insane Clown Posse, Potty Snatcher, Spite, Gatekeeper, Soulfly, All That Remains, August Burns Red. We're going to see Carrie King from Slayer, um, Fuming Mouth, Throne, Gideon, Stabbing Westward, Lacuna Coil, Biohazard of Mice and Men. We're gonna get Machine Head as a headliner on one of this on the stages. Then we're gonna go to the top two stages. We got Orgy, Saliva, Skindred, Flyleaf with Lacey Sturm, mm-hmm. Skillet, Mudvayne, and Disturbed. Go to the main stage. We're gonna have Point North, Cold, Amigo the Devil, Dirty Honey, and then we're gonna get slapped in the face with Anthrax, Judas Priest, and fucking Motley Crue. That's the opening one. night. That's, that's the opening day. That's, that's stupid. I mean, uh, that's that's already better than a Rocklahoma lineup. <laughs> yeah. Rocklahoma wishes they could get all of that across three days. Um, yeah. And, you know, and I didn't even think about one, two, three, four, five, six. So let's say there's seven bands on each stage, seven, 14, 21, 20, 35. Rocklahoma didn't have 35 bands on their two stages across three days. I think they're oh, like no. 33, 32. Yeah. Maybe. That's ridiculous. Ugh. Uh, Hit us on Friday, Friday. Yeah, on Friday, uh, going from the bottom, Citizen Soldier, Rain City Drive, Harm's Way, Kubla Khan, Texas, Currents, The Amity F- Affliction, Technina, and then on the uh, the heavy stage, uh, the same one as Carrie King the day before, we got Dying Wish, I See Stars, New Year's Day, Mushroom Head, Kitty, Slaughter to Prevail, and In Flames, and then on the third stage, Kill the Robot, Low Spirit, Catch Your Breath, Kid Capici, uh, Polaris, Nitzer Ebb, Electric Cowboy, and Mr. Bungle, Mike Patton. And then on yeah. the two main stages, uh, Alien Ant Farm, Sleep Theory, Kim Dracula, Living Color, Co. Wetzel, okay? <laughs> country, The Offspring, Jelly Roll, Country, apparently. We don't know. Uh, then you got Power Man 5000, Flat Black, Nonpoint, Star Set, in this moment, falling in reverse, and the shocker to me, man, is that Limp Biscuit headlining Welcome to Rockville 2024. I'm just <laughs> stumped. Right. That. Right. I mean, obviously, they, well, they didn't headline. They didn't headline our show. No, they didn't headline. They didn't headline Aftershock. They had, they had, uh, Aftershock. They had headlined Incarceration, which was a Yeah, which is probably festival. the smallest of their. Yeah, it's definitely the smallest of the five. Yeah. Um, I was surprised to see that, but it's a, I mean, it's a great day. I, I will note that uh, the first time I saw Limbiscuit, 
they opened for Primus and Power Man 5000 was the opener of that show, 1997. Freaking crazy. Wow. Now they're both playing the main stage in 2024. Right. At Welcome to Rockville. That's right. Insane. And I saw Power Man 5000 not that long ago. Yeah, we and... saw him at Rockville Were you there? No. Where, where'd you see him? I saw him. They were on with uh, Static X and Mudvayne. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, they played Rockalhoma one of the uh, last years we went. It could have been the year you were absent. I don't remember. 2018? Yeah. Maybe. They definitely right, well. side stage. Let's go on a Saturday. Go. Bad nerves. The chisel, scowl, stick to your guns, terror, drain. The stage is headlined by Code Orange. Hmm. Next stage, you got Tim Montana. Never heard of him. Crowbot, Austin Mead, Red Fang, All Them Witches, Baroness, the stage headlined by Clutch. Yes, her. Whew. Next stage, Hotbox, Vukovi, Calva Louise, Head P.E. Crazy. Rare festival appearance. Mm-hmm. Fire from the Gods, Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes, Helmet, L7, and Cypress Motherfucking Hill. Hmm. Booyah. Um, next stage, Destroy Boys, Taipei Houston. And I think that is uh, Lars's son, right? That's correct. Uh, the Struts, Royal Blood, Stone Temple Pilots, A Day to Remember, and Queens of the Stone Age. Main stage, Nova Twins, Jenny Beth, Rainwolf, Mammoth WVH, Primus, Greta Van Fleet, and the Foo Fighters. Ooh. So, I mean, we're seeing some crossover with headliners from Louder Than Life this year to mm-hmm. Welcome to Rockville. But, damn. Mm. Yeah, damn. this day, to me, these two main stages right here, man. Uh, obviously, if you flip it, you're, you're you're ending the night with Foo Fighters. Before that, it's Queens of the Stone Age, then Greta Van Fleet, then A Day to Remember, then Primus, then Stone Temple Pilots, then Mammoth, then Royal Blood, then Rainwolf, then The Struts. Good Lord, man. Wow. Yeah. And You're the question would become is, get... yeah, I mean, there's three other stages uh, yeah. <laughs> that you got to try I mean... to figure out and juggle. Because I mean, Head PE at a major festival is—I don't—I don't recall. I mean, they played Blue Ridge, but they played like the campgrounds on a Wednesday night, and Blue Ridge has been a complete disaster, a shit show. Like this is major for Head PE in 2024, man. I, and then you got Clutch. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's 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 insane. So, All right, hit us with Sunday. Yeah, Sunday, the last day. If you can survive and make it to Sunday, you got Afterlife, Another Day Dawns, Blind Channel. Eva Under Fire, Fear Factory, uh, Shadows Fall, The Ghost Inside, uh, I think that says Polyphia, Return to Dust, uh, on the next stage, Return to Dust, Plush, Dead Poet Society, Sim, Inter Shakiri, Movements, and Black Veil Brides, somehow headlining a fourth stage, which I found interesting. Uh, and then after that, you got The Straight Jacket, Jail, Military Gun, Bob Villain, Magnolia Park, The Chats, Atreyu, and Some 41. And then after that, the two main stages, Trust Company, uh, they have reunited, playing their second show, I believe, here. Nita Strauss, Drowning Pool out there with Ryan McCombs, Sebastian Bach, uh, just making an appearance. Theory of a Dead Man, Bad Omens now are really up there high on the festival bill. Evanescence, and then on the main stage, Edema, motherfucking Taproot, POD, Wage War, Architects, Breaking Benjamin, and then Slipknots. Slipknot, who just fired their just drummer, fired Jay the drummer, Lambert. Man. Don't understand it. Didn't see that one coming. Be interesting to see who they get to fill in there. Um, I don't know what's going on with Slipknot, man. They're getting they're recycling way too many players at this point. I, I don't yeah, because like I mean, they just got rid of Craig Jones not that long yeah. ago. 
Um, and now Jay Weinberg, who'd been in the band for 10 years. I didn't realize it had been 10 years. Yeah. So yeah, he released a statement yesterday. He said he was shocked. Uh, yeah. Called him up and fired him. Yeah. Didn't see it coming. Don't understand it. Slipknot's evolving is what they say. Yeah, I don't know. That's this is this lineup is insane. It's yeah, it's, it's nuts, and you know it makes you almost want to go all the way to Florida to see it. But I mean, I don't think we're going to go to Florida in May. Probably not. There is that weather concern. Obviously, yeah. we know all about May weather. Uh, Rockville has had multiple issues with weather, so there's definitely that concern. Um, it, it's sh- it'll just be interesting to see. Is this something that they're going to be doing across the board with all their festivals, or is this primarily to welcome to Rockville? Because let's be real, it's at Daytona Speedway, which is freaking massive. Yeah. Um, there's no way, I, in my opinion, there's no way Louder Than Life is anywhere near the size and grounds that Welcome to Rockville is. Um, no. So I, I, I am very intrigued to see what how, if any of this goes over to Louder Than Life. You know, I, I compared it to, to me as like, you know, they took elements. Obviously, DWP is the best rock promoter festival in America, organization in America. But so they took what they do great, and then they seemed like they kind of combined what was great about Sick New World and what was great about Blue Ridge Festival. And they put all that together and mushed it in a bowl, and they spit out this for Welcome to Rockville. And a lot of people have also noted that it's a lot like the Hellfest uh, Festival over there in uh, France. Uh, that sells out every single year. Um, That's a lot of stamina. Uh, Good luck to you, uh, everybody trying to figure how to map this out because when the line, when the schedule drops, it's going to be conflicts galore. Oh yeah. It's going to be crazy. You know, and if you think about it, I mean, there are five stages of louder than life. So we got two, we got four. What's, what's the fifth stage? It's over by as you come out of VIP and you wrap around the corner to go hit You're talking those. about that bar where I saw uh, Orville hand. No, 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 no. Over by there's a bunch of porta potties. There's another stage right there that pays like like all the local bands and all of the like the Twitch bands and stuff like that. Okay, <clears throat> there is a stage over there for that. I got you. So um, does it have the capacity to handle even the We'll call it the bottom stage at Welcome to Rockville. No, not at all. So I feel like they could do something. They can move one of the stages down to that bar that's that's down there. Um, but I mean, I still I think the logistics of it all. I don't I don't see how they can add another stage of that capacity. It'll be interesting. I know for sure they can't do it at Sonic Temple. Um, Sonic Temple is played at a soccer stadium. I'm, I'm shocked right. they even got to a point to where they had three stages because um, the the main stage is inside the soccer stadium. Um, uh-huh. And then you really are stressing for any more room to make it uh, comfortable for everybody. But I'm intrigued, man. They've already announced Iron Maiden is headlining the Aftershock Festival in October, yeah. Um, yeah. which means they're not playing uh, Ladder Than Life. Um, which is fine. I, I did want to point this out, Mike. I, I took a, I tried to, so I, I think there was like 40 bands on lineup who I don't know hardly anything about. And then I, I kind of made a list of the other bands that to me is just kind of amazing to see on a lineup, a music festival lineup in 2024. So I'm just going to run through them. Skull, Cold, Skindred, Saliva, Orgy, Machine Head, Biohazard, 
Stabbing Westward, Kerry King, Soulfly, Insane Clown Posse, Nonpoint, Powerman 5000, Living Color, Alien Ant Farm, Mr. Bungle, Kitty, Mushroom Head, Cypress Hill, L7, Helmet, Head PE, POD, Taproot, Edema, Sebastian Bach, Trying Pool, Trust Company, Shadows Fall, and Fear Factory. I, I just think it's nuts that all these <clears> bands who really haven't done anything. Of course, Kerry King has a new project, but yeah, and Kitty's got a new album coming out. Nonpoint's got a new, yeah, yep, that are working on new music. Um, Nonpoint's got a new EP coming out if it's not already out. Um, so I mean, these bands are still releasing music in 2023. Helmet's got a new relevant. album coming out. They're just not What's, relevant, I guess, is my point. Well, like, they're playing they, if, they, if they're touring, they're probably playing 250 seaters and they're probably not selling out, right? Okay, well, I get that the smaller venues and everything like that, but what rock bands out there anymore can sell out arenas, can sell out stadiums? Well, I mean, obviously, I mean, you're not, I'm not, I'm not even talking about arenas and stadiums. I'm just talking about the fact that, you know, these are bands whose great times are well, well, well behind them. Like we're talking 20 years behind them. Um, so I'm, you know, to me, it's a little alarming <laughs> that we're going that far back to 20 years. I mean, of course, it just means that just kind of proves that how great the music was when we were yeah. on the up and up, you know, when we were growing up and got to listen to this shit, like all these bands are still on festival bills in 2024. I mean, it speaks a lot about how great the music we got was really was true. Um, and true. The, and the, the depth of the lineup is incredible to see Motley Crue and Limp Bizkit headlining a music festival, the size of welcome to Rockville in 2024 is freaking stunning. Um, fuck, fuck Motley Crue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, to me, you put Limp Biscuit as a headliner. I mean, I just see thousands of people bolting. Like, like when you have Limp Biscuit at six, everybody's going to stick around. I, obviously, everybody's going to be there and watch the band and have a really good time because you know where else are you going to go? But if you have the option to leave before Limp Biscuit performs their headlining set, I mean, there's going to be thousands of people bolting, and I would think the same thing's going to happen for Motley Crue. The, well, we saw the same thing happen at Louder Than Life. That, that's what I'm saying with Kiss. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that. yeah, I mean, that's my point. I mean, it's just, the headlining band, the headliners should be the ones selling the tickets. And it just kind of seems with this, the Foo Fighters will be selling a lot of tickets. But the other three guys, to me, are not what the the tickets are going to be sold about. No, no, I, I don't think so. I think nowadays, I mean, it, it's it's hard to find a rock band out there that is going to that is going to demand that you stay for their set. I mean, there's just, there's not many out there anymore. I mean, who's out there? Metallica. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the issue. And to me, I mean, they can sit there like DWP has to do the promoter part and say like, this is what you guys wanted. But to me, it's like, look, we're having to recycle our headliners here with, especially with the Foo Fighters and Slipknot and, Basically, I think everybody that's wanted to see Limp Bizkit over the last three years now has seen Limp Bizkit. Nah, I mean, so here's 70 more bands we're going to throw at you. Right. Like, so that way the focus isn't on the fact that they just, quite frankly, there's just not enough rock bands to continue to bring new blood in year in and year out for these DWP festivals. Yeah, now, you know, now, now that you think about it, and you, know, you look at the headliners... I mean that's a that's a C lineup for headliners. Yeah, yeah. That's not. I mean, it's not the draw in my opinion. No. 
it's not the it's not the draw it's everything else like that, the, that yeah. list i just named man like individually i don't want to go see those bands in 2024 uh-huh. but you put them all together in a group for a weekend and i'm freaking i'm gonna try to go see all 30 whatever bands those i'm gonna try to go see them all and you know nostalgia there for all of those bands uh, well yeah i mean like awesome. you said it's it's, it's kind of like the sick new world vibe yeah yeah i mean, I, I think that's where they kind of pulled that from that to me that's a whole bunch of sick new world artists uh-huh. um and blue ridge kind of started that as well i mean they 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 pulled a lot of those artists as well trust company made their first return to blue ridge or they tried i don't know if they got to play based off of what happened last year taproot uh, reunited for blue ridge and then they announced more dates around it that's what blue ridge has kind of put the blueprint for they just couldn't freaking run the festival um, right we we know that dwp can run the festival so these bands will actually get to play and have a good time and everything will be great. I can't wait to see what happens, man. I mean, it's, it's freaking awesome. I mean, it's 150 bands with more bands to come. It's just incredible. makes me, I can't wait for Louder Than Life. Oh, Are we going to get Louder Than Life a month early? That's what I'm wondering now. Right. Did they say that there's more bands? That... Yeah, they still, they have a Wednesday pre-party uh, that they have to oh. uh, announce and that they said there's more bands to come. Wow. I don't think you need a Wednesday pre-party with four days, but I'm not 20, so the hell do I know? No, no, no. At least I don't. (laughs) I don't think they could put anybody on a Wednesday pre-party that would make me... I can't even imagine who the hell they could possibly get that's still out there. Like, who is still out there that's not on the festival? Alice in Chains. Yeah, it's going to be smaller than that, though. I don't think it's... uh, It's not going to be big bands. Um, you know, I, the only bands I would say I'm surprised they didn't get would be like Stained. Um, and that may be it. <laughs> huh. That may be it. No, I, think, I, don't, I don't know who, who else they missed on. Every year you're going to hear System of a Down's name come up and people at some point just have to realize that if you're east of Las Vegas, well, you're not getting a System of a Down. He's come out there and said, I don't know if you saw an interview with him recently where he said, um, as of right now, and for the foreseeable future, um, touring is not in the cards. Yeah. He's not interested in doing it. Well, he's, he hasn't done it in 20 years. Yeah. Like, are there yeah. dates are three to four dates at most. It's all on the West Coast, Las yeah. Vegas, Los Angeles, Arizona, maybe one other spot in Cali. Um, but last year, all they did was Vegas. Right now, all we got is Vegas for 2024. Yeah, they've played like Vegas is like fifty percent of the shows they've played since they reunited. Yeah, yeah, bummer. Yeah, but, bummer. So yeah, that's big news. Obviously, um, you sent that in the group chat, and basically my head started spinning um, just because I was just overwhelmed by the sheer amount of awesomeness that was there. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. So, right it's on. A lot. And I'm glad to see Greta Van Fleet back on this type of bill. I feel like it seems like Greta Van Fleet kind of avoids these rock festivals and tries to hit the other type of festivals with more um, genres. Um, like they don't really embrace their rock um, brethren. So it's, it's no. good to see that they got put on this festival. I think they should be. Huh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. You may disagree. I, 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 I do. I disagree. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
so that is pretty much that. We had four albums to review. Mm. Do you remember those four albums? Beartooth Crosses. And uh, there were two others. Beartooth Crosses. Tyler Childers. Tyler Childers. And And Taproot. Taproot. Yes. Yeah. Let's uh, let's start off with the one. Well, there's two of them that really don't fit, but let's start off with the one that really don't fit, which is the Tyler Childers album. Yeah, let me see if I can find my notes so I can actually recall. You know, I didn't make any notes. What the hell these were? You wanted to start with Tyler Childers. Childers, Childers. How do you how do you pronounce? Is it Childers? I I don't know. I I say Childers, Childers, but it could be Childers. I don't think I've ever really been told all right let's start with it rustin in the rain rustin in the rain uh this guy puts out quite a few albums um it's easy to do when they're only 28 minutes long yeah 28 minutes seven songs um (laughs) this is some throwback 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 country um hank williams senior comes to mind Hmm. when i'm listening to this album um rush in the rain good album good song um in your love obviously is a great great song with a great great message um space and time was pretty good overall i mean it wasn't a bad album what did you think uh, pretty much the same thing i actually put my note on here and I'm, I'm trying to look it up real quick i put that in your love should be like a grammy nominated song of the year yeah. um i'm trying to see he got best country solo performance for In Your Love, best country song for In Your Love, best country album, and best American Americana. So he wasn't in the big categories. I just think it's a tremendous song. It's a beautiful country song, and the video makes it even better. So I love that song, man. Other than that, it was it was a little rough because um, it's really twangy, and that yeah. may be what you mean by like old school country. Yeah. Um, it's like it's real country. <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah, it real is real country. Um, some of it's okay though. To me, the, the takeaway from the, the album to me is by far is in your love. It, it rises above all the rest. Yeah, 28, 28 not as good as his last album, um, but this. I mean, it was it was decent. I mean, that's not something that besides uh, in this love or whatever that that'll be the only song I probably go back to on this. I mean, it's a really good song. I see that song at a lot of weddings. Um, you know, so, but all in all, it was pretty good. I'd, I'd like to see him in concert. Just, I think he probably would put on a good show he probably with, would. His, with his, with his, with uh, his plethora of songs, his catalog. So just not something that uh, either one of us are probably going to go back and listen to a lot of. Probably not. I've listened. No. I, I think I listened. I give it like two or three chances because it was so short over the last yeah. month, but just didn't stick with me. Um, he is going on tour again next year. I think he's playing the BOK Center in Tulsa in April. Yeah, he's playing in Omaha too, I believe. Yeah, uh, not something I'm going to travel to. Um, no, he came, he came no. to the Amp and he came to Minneapolis this year, and we missed out on those tickets. So yeah, yeah. maybe we'll yeah. see him here again. We tried, but it was super, super duper. Uh, Hard to get a ticket and at great cost. Well, which one do you want to cover next? Let's go to Crosses. (laughs) Okay. 
Um, I'll be completely honest and say that I have not heard a lot of crosses. Um, so I did not really know what to expect. This is, uh, uh, what's his bucket? What's his name? Chino. Chino from Deftones. Um, I don't know who the other dude is. He's a dude from far. Okay. Um, I didn't know what to expect. And what I heard was definitely not what I expected. Um, more electronica, right? Yeah. More for sure. Along that r- route, which is not something that I really get into. Um, for me, the stand on the song on there is Big Youth with LP from Run the Jewels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great song on there. I like that. Other than that, the rest of it, um, Girls Float, Boys Cry with featuring Robert Smith wasn't bad. Pretty good. Um, other than that, I just, it, it all sounded the same to me. Uh, yeah, uh, our notes are pretty similar. Cross has also announced a tour, uh, which is like their first in 13 years, uh, happening early next year, playing really small venues. The closest are coming to me is Kansas City, which is disappointing. It is on the Saturday night. I doubt I'll travel for that, but it would be cool to see. Uh, my notes were uh, Crosses, no instruments, Chino and Electronics, uh, provided provided by uh, what whatever his name is from far. His name is Sean Lopez. Um I put uh, no song stands out from the next, kind of the same atmospheric uh, mood yeah. throughout the album. Um, the Pleasure was a love uh, track. I enjoyed the beat. Um, Found was a kind of a slow burn throughout the entire song. I didn't put any notes for some of these others. I was with you on Big Youth. I put great tune, great guest spot. Um, End Youth was a instrumental and then I noted the fact that Robert Smith was on here. It just, you know, I it's, it just sounds like one long song, basically. Yeah. Or yeah. the atmosphere, or maybe the beats speed up or slow down. But, I mean, it's just like a <laughs> moody, moody album. Yeah, I mean, uh, there wasn't... Who sneezed? Who was that? Nobody Did somebody sneezed. sneeze? Did you hear a sneeze? Uh-uh. It's probably my wife because my my speakers are so sensitive. I think she, she probably just sneezed and huh. just came through crystal clear in my head. I didn't know. I didn't hear anything on my end. All right. The only thing I can hear is Kane playing guitar. Okay. So. so uh, much like yeah. Tyler, I probably won't be listening to it much. No, no. I haven't listened to any song on there since I did listen to it. When I, I listened to it on the way back from Des Moines a couple weekends ago. And I've already forgotten pretty much everything about it. <laughs> yeah. All in all, I'm not too impressed with these albums that we've reviewed this for week. the entire year, or just for this week. Well, this year in general as well has been—I think it's been kind of sucky. Um, not been great. I mean, you have a few spotlights here and there, a few you know bright lights. Well, I will say. If we want to transition into the next album, I think one of these albums was a really, really good album. Oh, I'm I'm keyed up. I want to know what you think was a really good album. I thought Beartooth the Surface was fucking yeah. terrific. I loved it. Yeah. There's something about this dude's voice, and I haven't gotten to Beartooth, and he was in another band before this who I never really got into. There's something about this dude's voice now that just really kind of captures my attention. Uh-huh. Um, and makes me want to listen to them. And in fact, I made like after I listened to this a few times, I was like, "Fuck it, man! I'm just gonna make 
like a playlist of Beartooth and all these other bands that are kind of around this Beartooth type of community. And I did. I immediately, after the first time I listened to them, I went and immediately looked up their tour dates, see if they're coming anywhere close to me. They are not, uh, which is disappointing. Um, but the, it's called The Surface. Surface is the first track. Great start, heavy, singer, good, clean vocals, good chorus, screams all over the place. Uh, Riptide, solid uh, struggles. Heavy, melodic, doubt me, uh, positive message. One thing I noticed about this album, there's a lot of positive self-messaging yeah. uh, throughout yeah. this and kind of looking into Beartooth's history. Apparently, this is kind of a new thing. Um, and maybe he's had some mental health struggles in the past. It seems if you listen to these lyrics and listen to these songs, looks like he's getting to the other side of it, which is uh, good to hear. Uh, the Better Me with Hardy. Uh, man, surprise me. Took me by surprise. <laughs> like, uh, when I saw that Hardy was going to be a... a, a guest on this album i was like what the fuck is going on here uh but in my opinion they made it work man it's yeah. uh, to me i thought it sounded great it's one of the better songs on this album it, it, i thought it i thought it was really good um, you know and i that's that's the thing you know hardy is uh you know very well known in country music circles and everything like that but do you know that he hosts a rock show on sirius xm no i i know yeah. hardly any, hardly hardly know anything hardy. about hardy yeah yeah, he hosts a rock show on uh, on Sirius XM. I did not know that. It's early on in the mornings. I've, I've heard it when I'm on my way to work sometimes. So, Well, he seems to be doing some more and more rock guests. So maybe after when he's done with his country thing, which is probably his moneymaker since he writes so many country songs out there, maybe he'll go full rock on this. I, again, when we when I reviewed The Crow and the what, whatever the fuck it was called, you know, The Crow yeah, was country. Crow and Butterfly? Something like that. The, the crow. One side of it was country. The other side of it was rock and roll. So, I think he should probably go into that. He seems to have the voice for it. Yeah. Uh, might love myself. Uh, pretty tame tune until the last minute. More positive messages. Uh, doubting self and past. Loving self and present. Sunshine. Just by the name of it. Good track. Uh, I put great album. Loved it. Yeah. I mean, that's what I felt. I mean, this was this was the winner of this week for sure. Um, Beartooth, uh, their last album, I really, really enjoyed as well. Um, you know, and and again, and just like you said, clean vocals. He screams when he needs to scream, and but and we all know that I like a little melody in there, and he does a really good job of that. And the riffs are good, and I mean, it's just a good, solid rock album. So one of the better ones this year. Yeah, I would agree with that. That brings us to the last one. Fucking Taproot. Taproot. Probably. When was the last time they put out an album? Do you know? I was looking at their discography, and I had no idea that this is like number nine, but it's been probably a decade since their last one. Um, I fell out of Taproot after like 2004, so I didn't realize there was like five more albums <laughs> released after that. Right. Uh, the last album that meant anything and made some type of impact was like 2003. So 20 years. Yeah. 20 years. Do you need Taproot in 2023? Well, I mean, that was kind of the point I was making with all the bands that were on this Welcome to Rockville um, lineup in 2024, and you pooped all over me for that. But yeah. the answer is no, <laughs> you don't. Um, but if they want to make music and put it out in the world, then God bless them. This this one with Scissors is basically, I, I believe his name is Stephen Richards, if I have my names right. Uh, this is all Stephen Richards. He's been working on these um, for like a decade, um, and apparently... I don't know if it was like Instagram, one of these social medias, he's basically been playing these demos for his fans that follow him 
uh-huh. over and over and over again for the last decade. I wasn't a part of any of that, so I didn't know anything about it. Uh, but he plays all the instruments, does wrote all the words, uh, does all the singing. The singing is still there. It, it still sounds exactly like what you would expect from Taproot. Yeah. Um, there's some good tracks on here. Uh, I love the song with uh, with uh, Elias uh, from Nonpoint. I believe that one was favorite song. Uh-huh. Um, I, I think that's a great tune. Um, after the, after that though, uh, I mean it's it's not great. You yeah. know, there's a there's a song on there called "Live Without You." It's a ballad uh, with somebody named Audrey Ray singing with them. Uh, uh-huh. I thought that was kind of an odd inclusion to this album because it doesn't sound like anything else on the album. I had to look up who Audrey Ray is. Turns out she's a freaking local country musician in Michigan. Uh, so really? it's kind of a weird combo. There's there's some good moments, but overall it's just kind of a. I mean, it's a mediocre effort. I think. If you were to listen to Taproot 2003 and be like, I wonder what these guys are going to sound like in 2024, this is probably, I would probably, would be spot on. <laughs> Pretty average. Yeah, I didn't care for it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's the guy's voice. He's got that. You don't like his voice. See, I, I don't mind the voice, man. I, I just think that yeah. it's what he sounds like. But I mean, yeah, yeah, that's what he sounds like. But yeah. Um, I can't say that I was really ever a huge fan of them in the early 2000s, you know, with their huge hits or whatever. Um, but I mean, it, that was yeah, our first concert, though, right? Taproot was so, on that yeah, Disturbed Show, Disturbed Show, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that they, they were there. I think about that. So, uh, th- their first album, Gift, is amazing. I love that album, it's one of my favorites favorite new metal albums um that that entire album smile again and again um meant to be mirrors reflection just a great album um their second album had one re- poem uh yeah. one really big hit on it great great song but the rest of the album was not really good and then I, their third album was blue sky research not much out of that and that's kind of where i fell out with that group so and it could be that I'm just not a huge fan of something. Yeah, I mean, not, yeah. nothing on here really grabbed me and, and captured my attention and uh, just wasn't really interested. So kind yeah, of a lackluster four-album review there. Yeah, it's unfortunate. So I don't even really know what's come out. I know there was a new Chris Stapleton album come out. I haven't listened Chris to it Stapleton. yet. Um, there's, been some, there's been some stuff... There's been some, uh, 30 Seconds to Mars yeah. as a new album. Uh, let me look at my – I've been tr- – I try my best to make sure I hit the album. Gaslight Anthem brought out a new album. Blink-182 brought out a new album. I did listen to some Noah Kahan because I've been trying to figure out what the popularity is about. I listened to his new album. Pretty decent. Uh, Asking what? Alexandria uh, has a new album out. Did I say Blink-182? Because if I didn't – didn't asking at Alexandria already have a new album come out? Did we review it? Yeah. Did we? I don't remember. Uh, that Blackstone Cherry Screaming at the Sky. Did you ever listen to that? Nope. I haven't listened to that. There you go. It's another one. Um, yeah, so I mean, there's been some stuff. It's been busy. Rancid. No, that was, that was a while ago. Uh, Rancid just had a new one. Did we review that one, though? Yes. Yeah, and that's what I thought. Uh, I'm trying to think. There's, there's, there's been some stuff out there that's came out. That's came out. That kind of took me by surprise, but yeah. Yeah, it's kind of 
That's what I have. I didn't want to go through my entire helmet. Just had a new one come out. Yeah. All right. Um, Spirit Box had a new EP come out. Yeah, new EP. Bad Wolves. I don't need any more Bad Wolves. I don't even know. The Struts. Struts have a new album out. So there are some new ones that are out there. Yeah, there's quite a bit out there. It's been busy. It's been busy. It's hard to keep up, especially when we don't do an album or a show. Yeah. And actually, we had a new Dirty Honey album. Came out November 3rd. There you go. Look at that. Look, Look how far behind we are. Goodness. All right. So here it is. Gonna do our best to do this this next Sunday. You're crazy. We can't well, do it every week. We we never did. Never works. It doesn't happen. Have some faith, okay? So for next Sunday, Blink One Eighty Two. All right. Chris Stapleton. Okay. Dirty Honey, because we've been with them since the beginning. Mm-hmm. And a fourth one. So, again, did you say Chris Stapleton? I did. Okay. So, um, who should it be? Gaslight Anthem. Um, 30 Seconds to Mars. Blackstone Cherry. Blackstone Cherry. All right. Four albums. Four albums. Blink-182. Blackstone Cherry. Chris Stapleton. And Dirty Honey. And Dirty Honey. Your Raiders are up 16 to 12, Mike. Just let you know. Well, that's good, because when I came in here, I think they were down 6 to 3, and the Jets were threatening to score. (laughs) It's pretty ugly. Pretty ugly. Well, it's the fucking Raiders. We know that they're never going to win pretty. And it's the Jets who should be a lot better than what they are. Well, when you have Zach Wilson as your quarterback, there's not much you can do. That's uh, true. Mike, before we wrap up, we didn't get to a whole bunch of the tours that are, have been announced for 2024. We have more coming up this week. Pantera has an announcement tomorrow. Just making right. sure tomorrow is the 13th. I'm pretty confident it's more tour dates. They have yeah. Metallica dates next summer. There's got to be a tour around that. You would think they have European festival uh, lineup. I think there's going to be a European tour. Uh, maybe we get both. We'll see what happens there exactly. I'm excited to hear what that announcement is. The AMP is up to like seven concerts. They've announced Hozier on April 26th. Riley Green, Greta Van Fleet's coming to town May 1st. Uh, Need to Breathe with and Judah the Lion. Uh, Parker McCollum's coming to town. Including the Blowfish and Collective Soul and Edwin McCain coming to town May 31st. New kids on the block. Trey's got to be excited about that one. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he uh, got tickets or not, but he's definitely going. He loves Collective Soul. Uh, new kids on the block announced a tour with Paula Dooler stopping by the amp on June 26th. We got Niall Horan, who's from One Direction, Tate McRae, who I've never heard of, Lenny Muse uh, Wilson who was just named the Country Music Entertainer of the Year, which was crazy to me, on August 10th, and Creed and Daughtry and Finger 11. Trey has already bought tickets to this. Stunned me. I don't know. To Creed? Yeah. September 10th. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what? 
He's like, I got him. I was like, you got what? He's like, I got the Creed tickets. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I got two of them. I don't, maybe he didn't know I was joking that I've never liked Creed in my life. I, I, it's like, I, well, you're going now. Yeah, I'm going now. But no, ultimately, I was like, man, when Trey and I have talked about this because we, we were, were always mad at each other because we buy tickets so far in advance, only to find out if you just wait like six, seven, eight months, you can get them for 20 bucks either at the venue at another concert or with that yeah. Live Nation $20. So, you know, to me, I'm, I'm not buying any tickets to any amp show unless I just absolutely know it's going to sell out. And that's a, right. That'd be like the Foo Fighters, basically. Um, so to me, I'm not buying any tickets until May. So, yeah. I guess I'm going to create September 10th with Daughtry. I think they're playing, what did I say, three, two hours down the road from me. Yeah. Crystal Lake, what, Prior Lake. What is it? Prior Lake? No, no. Prior Lake's close. I mean, I can't remember exactly where it is, but it's, it's, it's the outside. Casino, right? What? Is it not the casino? I thought they were playing the, the, the casino. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. But uh, anyway, I feel pretty confident Creed's not going to be a lot of a life. They have dates that weekend, Mike. So I don't think yeah. we have a, a Creed decision we had to make, which is good. Creed's been all over the place. They were a big part of the World Series with the Texas Rangers. Yeah. Let's see. Walker, Minnesota, Moondance Jam. Not a oh, live date. Saturday, July 20th. It's crazy that the Moondance Jam is still a thing. I don't even know what the Moondance Jam is. Dude, it's been around for like 30 years, and they used to have really great lineups. Like when I was living in Lincoln, I would flirt with going up there to Moondance Jam like all the time. You should try to look at their history and see the Oh, shit. Well, look, I mean, here, here we go. The 2023 Moon Dance Jam had yeah. Gin Blossoms, mm-hmm. Hairball, Rick Springfield, The Spin Doctors, Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah, it, it hasn't been good recently. I just want to point that out. I'm talking like, go look at like 2001 through like 2008. Uh, remember when Comstock was uh, the thing there in Nebraska? Yeah. Yeah. They were kind of doing that same thing, but more successful. So, yeah, we've got, so far we got Creed, Finger 11, Switchfoot for 2024. I can't see if I can't find the lineup for past years. Hey, did you get tickets to the Foo Fighters at, in Minneapolis? No. Did you see that the openers were the Pretenders and L7? Yes. Wow. I know. That's crazy. So here we go. What'd you say? 2000s? Yeah, the 2000s. The aughts. The early aughts. Uh, let's see. 2000, the Beach Boys, Thurgood, Sticks, Peter Frampton. 2001, had Ted Nugent, Pat Benatar, CCR, George Thurgood, Night Ranger, and Ario Speedwagon. Along with Big Head, Todd and the Monsters, Blues Travelers, and the Wallflowers. Two thousand two, Journey, Sticks, Indigenous, Blondie, The Scorpions, Jim Blossoms, and Loverboy. Two thousand three, Cooper, Alice Cooper, Sammy Hagar, Boston, George Thurgood, Rick Springfield, Joan Jett, and Joe Cocker. 
Yeah, I mean, there's that's crazy. Yeah, they had some really cool festivals lineups back in the day. I enjoy going and looking at their their little history. Poison was there in 2006. Yeah, I should have gone when I had the chance. Yeah, no doubt. We'll have to see what they add for this year. Yeah. Besides those ones. Uh, Rockfest uh, over there in Cata, Wisconsin, has already announced Jelly Roll as their Saturday night lineup headliner. I don't have any interest in seeing Jelly Roll. We don't. I mean, you don't need to see him again. We saw him one and a half times. One and a half. Well, I mean, he was he was on the side stage at Rocklahoma when we were trying to get back inside. Yeah. So how was that one and a half? Well, he played it louder than life last year. Oh shit! Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. We definitely saw him doing that. Yeah, yeah. It shows you how much I, you know, I mean, you definitely, definitely don't recall. I, I admire the guy. I mean, I think he's down to earth and a good dude. Um, I just I here's know. the thing with Jelly Roll. So he won the uh, the best new artist at the uh, Country Music Awards the other night. Yeah, uh, great acceptance speech, by the way. Everybody should check it out. Had some great quotes in that, but he's also nominated for a best new artist at the Grammys. And I just want to point out he he has released eighteen albums. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I mean, and they we obviously don't have time here because we've already been you know a hundred hour and seventeen minutes. Yeah. Um, the Grammys released their nominees, mm-hmm. so we're definitely going to have to reconvene next week and talk about the Grammys and go through the nominees and bitch and moan and whine and complain about how the Grammys are fucked up. Well, we can just talk about the best rock and the best metal performances. Uh, Okay. We we don't really need to go to anything else. Okay. Yeah, no, that's fine. The the best album of the year and the best record of the year is freaking woman dominated it's yeah it's basically it's none but women and then uh i think it's john baptiste is the one man uh, yeah. nominated in both categories i believe it's john baptiste i want to say it is i'm somewhere familiar to that um and i the last thing i want to m- mention something next show we got to talk about as well as i watched the entire rock and roll hall of fame uh, i did too weeks ago. i watched the entire thing had no me idea. too i didn't know i was gonna do that but it happened it uh, did some of it was really, really good. Um, I enjoy hearing kind of rock history, especially yeah. of like artists I just didn't know. And there's some really good stuff in there. Yeah, the no. Um, yeah, we'll have to talk about that a little bit more. But Quite a bummer. Yeah, so there we go. You, you, we're, we are locked in. We're committed next Sunday. Um, you'll hear it on Monday. You'll hear this tomorrow on Monday. Um, so, yeah, there's that. With that... We'll sign off and say, see you later. Be safe. Be happy. Be merry. Um, just in case we don't talk to you, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> merry Christmas. <laughs> and happy New Year. And happy New Year. <laughs> but we will come to you next week. Yeah. We'll Scouts honor. Best. We'll do our best. That's all we can do. <laughs> all right, folks. That's Have a good one. Do, man. Goodbye.